Hi friends, I'm Jenny Meyer, and you're listening to The Rooted Podcast, where we talk about real life, biblical truth, and how to walk with Jesus through it all. Be sure to follow me on social at Jenny Meyer and at She Is Rooted. Also check out the website, JennyMeyer.com, as it is my mission to help women cease the striving while resting into who God has called them to be. Now let's get started. Don't forget to check out the brand new Unraveling Truth podcast. This is a members-only podcast that will work to uncover and unravel the truth regarding our history through a biblical lens. This uncensored podcast dives into more fringe topics that you will not hear on this Rooted with Jenny Meyer podcast. So definitely go check it out and you gain all the previous episodes when you hit subscribe. Check it out at www.unravelingtruthpodcast.com. Hey friends, welcome back to the podcast. Um, This is going to be a great episode today. I am so excited to introduce to you guys, Kara Mosher. I really started following you, Kara, when I came across, I think something Eyes on the Right shared of yours. I think the first time she was on your Let's Be Friends podcast, and um, which I think was it, it was last fall, right? That It was actually a year ago. When I okay. Was, yeah. 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 You're okay. Ago, but yep. She's been on three times. Okay. So maybe it was the second time. Um, and so I started like just looking at, you know, listening to a few things here and there. And then when you guys started the not so secret societies podcast, I'm like, Oh, this is amazing. Like, this is so good. Um, and then what was it like it probably what last week or a week and a half ago when you shared your story on that, on that podcast with eyes on the right, I was just like, I need to reach out to her. Like, because this is everything that, that I just think that people need to hear. Um, your story and getting out of the new age cult. I mean, yeah. let's call it what it, it is. is. No, it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm honored to be on here. And uh, this is the second time I'm sharing my testimony. So this is, this is really special and, and raw. And if, you know, I'm, I'm still in the process of being transformed and being reborn right now. And um, I'm just honored to be on here and to be sharing my testimony to help warn people. I feel like story is really a warning of what not to do and what to be careful of because you're so vulnerable when you're, when God starts taking the scales off your eyes and there's a lot of traps here, new age and a lot of cults. So, yep. Yep. And, and with you sharing your testimony and talking and being vocal about like, look, this is what Jesus did in my life. The enemy is going to attack you because you are moving God's kingdom forward. So Mm -hmm. you are going to be under so much attack. I think anyone who is sharing and speaking truth, God's truth, um, not the world's truth, they're, (laughs) they're going to be attacked. So, yeah. um, So, yeah, Yeah, no, I, you're so right. I have absolutely felt that because like, I mean, I really like started, you know, reading the Bible and going to Bible study in December and like starting to walk with Jesus truly and see who he was and how to really starting to see how deceived I'd been. And then the spiritual attacks just started. They come at you hard Mm -hmm. when you essentially switch teams. I I like to say Lucifer was furious with me because he thought he had shined me up as his new toy. And I'm like, nope, last second, I'm I'm going, I'm walking with Jesus and I'm going to go to the kingdom. I'm in the narrow right path. Yeah. That's a, that's, it's just, it gives me chills. Honestly, it gives me <laughs> chills. Um, because like I was saying before we started recording, like I was talking to a friend and who, who is really mentoring a baby Christian who was a witch prior to that. And she was telling me, she's like, this girl is having major spiritual attacks. Like yep. it is bad. And, and this poor girl is just crying. Like, mm-hmm. no, if I can see into the spiritual world, I want to see the angels. I want to see God, but the demons are just like, right yeah. there attacking her. Oh yeah. Because we will have, well, when you get into, we'll, we'll jump into my story in a second. Yeah. And, but when we get in, what I've learned is when you go in and you play with magic and you start making friends with these deceiving fallen angels who are not our friends, they create strongholds inside of you for every little magic thing you do, there's a sacrifice. And I've started seeing that that sacrifice is our soul fractions of it. And so you have to actually, I had to do a deliverance yep. as part of that. And we'll talk about that. Um, but you want me to, you want me just to jump in? Yes. To, okay. Let's do it. So, um, just to kind of give people a little bit about me, um, I have had, had, suffered from a lot of mental health stuff my whole life, anxiety, depression, just being super sensitive, um, suicide ideation, anger outbursts. And I had been on like a lifelong journey of trying to heal myself. Didn't work. 
I'd been to rehab. I'd done group therapies. I took antidepressants. I was uh, diagnosed bipolar for 10, for about a decade. That was kind of my most recent thing. And I found out I was misdiagnosed. Um, actually five psychiatrists had, I don't even believe in these diagnoses. Mm -hmm. And this is a whole thing that God and I have been kind of looking at and and pharmacia magic Mm -hmm. and all these diagnoses and stuff came out of the fifties. Oh, MK ultra. There's a lot of coincidences, which I don't believe in, but I found out I was misdiagnosed and I titrated, which is taking my time, um, getting off my pills with the blessing of my, um, psychiatrist. I took nine months, got off my pills. This was, um, August night, 2019 time frame when I found out I was not bipolar, started getting off the pills. And as I started getting off these pills, I started slowly starting to like come back to life because these pills, you know, these hardcore mood stabilizers, anxiety pills, they just numb you. They don't do anything to help you. They numb you. And so I just started kind of slowly coming awake, but then COVID hits, um, you know, winter 2020. And I was probably like the most fearful person that I know. Like I was looking at N95 masks in January because I was obsessed (sighs) with NPR. I was a world news on the hour girl. I didn't realize that these, these news programs were owned by six people and that they were deceiving us. And it was, I had no idea. I was totally like, I was totally asleep. It's crazy. And, um, but so what happened, though, is I started kind of like shifting out and, and seeing that there was something wasn't right with what was going on in the world. And I'm getting off my pills. I'm waking up. And then June uh, 11th, 2020, I, I had been my last pill to get off of was my antidepressant. Mm-hmm. And a side effect of antidepressants is suicide um, ideation yeah. and suicide attempt, which is yeah. just so crazy when you think about it, because people are taking those pills to help themselves. And this is the, and that's almost like they want to keep you on it. Mm -hmm. So I was experiencing these major brain zaps, which make it like almost impossible to think for probably a month. Like you just, they come in, it's like, it's just like, it's just an actual thing. And so I was really not thinking correctly. And I had a horrible suicide ideation come, which was crazy because I had been doing just fine. Otherwise coming off the pills and I actually attempted, um, suicide that day. And, um, I didn't, I, I put it, I, I don't want to be too graphic, but I brought a knife to my wrist and it, it pulled away just in time. Like, and that was God. Yeah. That was yep. God saving my life. And, um, I'm going to cry. I'm like, okay. probably going to cry. Like I'll pause. cry with you. It's yeah, all good. Yeah. I'm really emotional. I always like kind of joke. I, I cry like, and I love crying and I love it when people cry with me. So mm-hmm. anybody listening, that's going to cry along. Thank you. Yep. But that day, so I, I didn't, I didn't die. And, um, but you can imagine how I was feeling though. I'm like, I'm finally like, I've been decades struggling with, there's something wrong with me. And I find out I'm not bipolar. I'm getting off these pills. I'm doing better than I ever have felt coming back alive. And then this happens. And I, so what I did was I had always been a big psychedelic user my whole life. That's part of my journey. I would take mushrooms um, and I didn't realize it, but I'm what the new age would call a seer. I saw naturally through the spirit world and spirits had would come to me and they would talk to me and guide me. And that had been happening for probably a decade and a half. And wow. I, I just need to mention that because that day that I tried killing myself and I didn't die, I ended up getting a hotel room because I needed space. I needed to leave. I needed to go think about what happened. And I, I was like, I'm going to do a big psychedelic trip. Cause that's, that's what I'm not condoning this or telling yeah, anybody yeah. to do this. That's just what I did. Yeah. And, but the important aspect here is that when I got to that hotel, I wrote a letter to God. And this is probably the third time in my life that I had done that. And I have a memoir called here comes trouble that's coming out in a couple months. And I talk in detail about this. Um, but I wrote a letter to God and I said, because, you know, I, I was still alive. I didn't die. And I said, God, um, I have no purpose anymore. Um, I don't know what to do with this life. I, there's nothing I want. There's no success I need. There's no money I'm aiming for. There's nothing. You can have my life. You've kept me alive. You can have my life and use me as a vessel. I, I said, I gave my life to God in that letter. And then I took, but then I took two grams of psychedelics and I had this crazy trip where I thought I was reborn. I was now I see this were the fallen angels coming to me as they had been for decades. And they came to me and like, literally, I wake up in this psychedelic journey and there's a there's a being in front of me. There's a whole bunch. There's 12 and they're going, they're clapping and they go, congratulations. We've waited lifetimes for this. This is the first time you're going to be fully conscious in your life and you're going to heal yourself. And they told me all this stuff. And I have literally have a chat. I don't know how, but when I took trips, I would remember everything. And I would remember everything that these beings were telling me. And I've got this. So I've got this in my book. I'd called it baptism. 
which wow. is a total blasphemy yep. now. Yep. Right. Yep. And so after that, that was uh, June 11th, 2020. Um, you know, I'm just I, I, I was like, oh, my gosh, I gave my life to God. And I thought that was God coming to me and talking to me. Yep. And I so I started um, I started something's really started shifting in me and I didn't understand. But it's 2020. People are the world is weird. Nobody's hanging out. Everybody's quarantining and we're, you know, hanging out in Zoom. And so I was looking for friends and trying to figure out what was going on with me because I was starting to see that things weren't right in this world, but I didn't have able to put a finger on it. So I connected with a new age group in town that I knew a girl from that group. Um, and she kind of was like, Hey, we do these zoom moon ceremonies and, uh, oh, wow. join us. And I was like, okay, I don't even know what a moon ceremony yeah, is. Cause yeah. I wasn't into any, I wasn't into astrology or crystals. I didn't believe in past lives or aliens or anything like this. Mm -hmm. I was very quiet about what I experienced on psychedelics. I never shared it with anybody. Mm -hmm. I kind of thought everybody experienced those things. Um, but so I start doing these moon circles cause I'm looking for friends yep. and I'm looking, and these people were open-minded and I, so I was vulnerable and I, I start practicing moon magic with these people and probably about um, August, um, 2020, I'm in one of these zoom calls and I'm like super excited. Cause like I've been revived since I thought mm -hmm. I was reborn. And, you know, I'm like, I'm off the pills now I live, God save me. And, yeah. um, and I, and I, I'm like talking they're like, and I go, I don't know really what's going on with me, but something's going on with me. And they go, Oh, you're ascending. And I was like, I'm what? They're like, you're ascending into the 5D. You're ascending. This is the big great awakening. I was like, Oh, that's, what's going on with me. Good. Cause I, I, I had no, I knew something was going on with me. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to say for all your listeners, I had, I did not grow up going to church. Mm -hmm. My parents never had a conversation with me about God. Jesus was never brought up at this wow. point in my life. I had, I actually have a degree in literary interpretation and I had avoided every single course on reading the Bible. Cause I wasn't going to yeah. open that book. I believe this was myths, tall tales. Um, I believe that, and I am saying all this, you guys is not what I believe at all anymore, yeah, but I yeah. have to be honest. Cause I want to warn people there's programming so deep out there that it made me believe Christians were weak-minded and they were just following this lie about Jesus. And I didn't even think he had lived. So I just want to wow. put that in reference right here. I, so I had no foundation of anything else at this point, but I was ascending. Wow. Um, yeah. And, and please feel free to like, if you want to ask me questions, I'm going, cause I'll just keep. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the word ascending it, it that's huge right now. And like yeah. I was Buzzword. saying, yeah, Watch out. <laughs> ascending and 5d and, and the great mm -hmm. awakening, um, especially since 2020, you see it everywhere now. And, and I think a lot of even Christians are being deceived of like, okay, well, this is really what it's supposed to be about. Um, so, I mean, that, that word, I can see where it totally makes sense for you in that moment of like, okay, like now I get it, but yeah. that's yeah. just no, wild. Was, I, cause I, I didn't, you know, I had no foundations of what was going on with me. My partner, my boyfriend of nine years, like he didn't, we didn't talk about any stuff. He didn't, he, he just like, he was, cause I was a huge, like, I hated Donald Trump, like hardcore. I was mm -hmm. a super liberal. And like, so part of what was going on was I was realizing, I was like, I think the news might be lying about Donald. I don't think he's as bad as I thought. I'm not saying he's a good person or anybody in politics is. Yeah. But people were kind of just like thinking that I was just sort of politically waking up or something. It was kind of a little bit of a shift happening. But these people that doing the moon ceremonies, they, we just became closer and closer because mm -hmm. they were conspiracy theorists and they were true. Sorry. They introduced me to the word truther. truther not, they were yep. like, we're not conspiracy theorists for truthers. Yep. And um, so I was like, sweet. I started hanging out with them more. I remember finding myself like, cause they would have parties and stuff. And this was during lockdown where people yeah. weren't doing anything. And yeah. I was like, I'm like, I had realized I was like, wait, where did the flu go? Was one thing I started thinking mm -hmm. about the flu disappeared. So I think I'm not saying that people didn't get sick and that COVID wasn't something, but I started being like less fearful of it. Yep. And I took a look at the WHO statistics and I was like, Oh, 99% survival rate for my age group. I'm going to go hang out with these people. Cause I need yep. friends. Yep. And they invited me to do ayahuasca with them September, 2020. And I, you know, I was like, well, I'm here for all the healing. Like, I mean, mm -hmm. I'm telling you, I'd been on a journey mm -hmm. to self-heal my mm -hmm. whole life. And so I was mm -hmm. like, I've always wanted to do this. I'm going to do it. Anyway, so explain, it, explain yeah. what that is. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a sacred medicine. Um, anything that's called sacred medicine these days, I'm like, Oh, uh, be careful. Um, it's a bunch of barks and roots and things from the Amazon, which, and you got to wonder like, who was the person who first tried these barks and realized they're healing? Oh, a fallen angel probably told probably. them about it. Okay. Mm -hmm. But so you, a shaman, 
Another yep. thing that I'm concerned about these days, a shaman is someone who can see through dimensions. Okay. Yeah. And, um, can heal you and move energies and all these things, which I totally would never participate in anymore. Jesus Christ is my only healer. Mm-hmm. Now he's the only one who transforms. God's the only one who transforms, but I was like, let's do this. Um, and I go and do ayahuasca with this group and they do did open a circle beforehand and opening a circle is magic. You guys, that's when somebody you sit in a circle, they call in the directions, they call in different gods. You're like, there was an altar in the middle of this ayahuasca ceremony with all these idol statues and wow. crystals and little knickknacky magicy things and new agey things. And, um, so I do this ayahuasca ceremony and I literally like woke up in the middle of the ayahuasca ceremony. And because, you know, I said, I'm a seer, like it's mm-hmm. natural from, I was never afraid of these spirits coming mm-hmm. through. Like, it, I don't know why <laughs> I should yeah. have been. I opened my eyes and Kali, I didn't know it was her. Cause often these spirits would come to me and I'd have to look up who it was later. Cause I had no, I had no references wow. on spirituality at all. I see this giant blue face with a tongue sticking out and skulls clanking on her neck, staring at me for two minutes. And I was just like, okay, Hey. And I realized later she had taken, she, I allowed her to take stronghold in me. I'm mm-hmm. seeing now, like we talked about strongholds and Kali yeah. is the, goddess, another word that bothers me now of death, destruction, and time. So I felt, and I even wrote a chapter about this in my book that Kali had come to help me kill and destroy old Kara, that I was stepping into new Kara. Yeah, I know. Um, but what happened right after this ayahuasca ceremony, because these, these, this magic does things. That's the Mm -hmm. part of the deception. You get quote unquote upgrades, you get, Mm -hmm. you shift, things change, but there's, like I said, they take part of your soul. They fracture part of you. There's a, always a sacrifice with these things. So I, but when I got out of that ayahuasca ceremony in the next week, MK ultra came into my mindset. Someone had told me about it. And all of yep. a sudden I just fell into the rabbit hole yep. and I was, it was like, I probably learned what a truther learns in decades in like a week. Mm-hmm. I didn't, this was just mm-hmm. my awakening or whatever you want to call yep. it was very, I was calling it a quantum awakening. Like that oh, wow. was a term that was coming to me. It was hat Cause I didn't know anybody else who was waking up as fast as me and learning stuff, but I just went boom and all learned all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. So this is timeline. We're about September, 2020. Okay. Um, yeah. And, uh, and I'm hanging out with this new age group. Like there, I, I, <laughs> You're right. It's cults, new age mm-hmm. cults. Cause I literally mm-hmm. was like at their house once for a meeting and they had people there talking about all of us moving off the grid and creating a community. And I was just like, what am I doing? Like kind of questioning what's going on here, but yeah. still sticking with these people because again, I was vulnerable. I was looking for friends. I was looking for answers for what was going on. And what other type of like ceremonies were they doing? Um, Cambo cacao, um, Cambo is like, um, it's a, I think it's a, like a, a frog blood or something that you cut and you put in your body and it cleans your, oh, wow. your blood out. And I was actually signed up and paid to do that after ayahuasca, but I, God stopped me from doing it. I just okay. didn't feel right doing yep. it. And I just like, I literally like snuck off when they were doing it. I was like, and so you had to pay for these things. Oh, it's expensive. It was like 500 bucks to do ayahuasca. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like, Interesting. Um, yeah, they did hot pay too, which is, um, it's the shaman blows it up your nose. It's like a mixture of, of tobaccos and like sacred medicines. And it's, I write about this in my book. It felt like my brain went on fire and they, they blow it up one nostril and that's supposed to signify death. And then the next nostril they blow it up is your rebirth. This is all wow. just like, cra- yeah. like nobody really knows what they're doing or what this is. And, um, and it's all, I think, connected to the spirit world. I mean, mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. um, but, uh, so I started becoming friends with a girl in the group. And we decided that we were going to, well, we were at a, another one of these kind of hangouts and I overheard someone talk about, I heard them go, yeah, I was at Sedona, um, like two weeks ago and I, I saw a UFO in the sky. And uh, the next thing I heard in my head was full DNA activation. And I was like, what? I, Cause you know, I'm, I'm yeah, like, I want yeah. every activation. I want every upgrade. I want to heal. I was obsessed with just becoming the most optimal care I could be. And I was like, you got what? Full DNA activation. Cause you know, I've heard we're only using like 10% of our DNA and I want that. And at this time I didn't believe in aliens, but I knew the supernatural world existed because yeah. I had had experiences with ghosts, um, and ghosts, whatever that is spirit, demonic spirits, mm-hmm. Um, actually nannying at a house that 
what had objects that would move around and like the toys would turn on on their own. And I wrote a whole chapter in my book about this. I think I remember hearing a podcast that you did about that, about yes. like the actual things. And, and when you travel, like not knowing what spirits are attached. So if you bring something back, um, yeah, yeah. that's, that's really funny. I just remembered that. Um, and, yeah. and you don't know what they're, what's attached to it, right. If no. it's sitting in your house. Yes, exactly. You don't know. You have to be careful. Objects can be cursed. And there was a fossil in this house, which I used to think was millions of years old. And no, I don't believe the earth. Mm -hmm. I think that I'm biblical fully now. So the earth is only 6,000, 7,000 years old. Mm -hmm. That's what what God says. And I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm a full believer in God and God's word now. Um, but there was a fossil in this house that I believe had spirits in it and just bad energy in this place. But what is important with me mentioning this is I had, um, had been dating a guy about that time. And he was talking to me about ghosts and I didn't believe in ghosts at all. And he goes, well, have you ever invoked them in? And I was like, what? No. And this, uh, and uh, he's like, we have to allow them in. And that is true. There is yep. free will as a thing. So I had said that I evoked them in and then I started seeing them um, in this house I was babysitting at. So I kind of saw how that worked. And oh, I wow. want to be really clear. I do not invoke ghosts, ghosts in. I do not evoke anything in. Like, mm-hmm. do not do this. Mm-hmm. You guys don't play with this stuff. It's real. And it's, it's not, it's not fun. Mm-hmm. And so I heard this alien thing and I went, I heard myself say, well, I allow aliens to come visit me. And as I heard the words come out of my mouth, I literally thought about that time I had been nannying and I allowed the, I said that about ghosts and I was like, oh no, this is probably going to happen. Yeah. yeah. So I'm making friends with this girl from the group that considers, she called herself like witchy. She kind of she was a witch. She practiced yeah. magic, you know, wow. um, you guys, white magic, moon ceremonies, you're, you watch out, you're doing witchcraft. Okay. Yeah. There's yeah. no good magic. It doesn't white magic, black magic. It's all magic. And God's so clear that we're not supposed to do this. He warned yeah. us over and over. he flooded the earth yep. because this is like a big deal. Okay. Yeah. Like, okay. And so we're, she and I decide to do psychedelics together on 10, 10, 2020. Cause you know, they're all obsessed Into with numbers, these number yeah. days. Yeah. And it's a portal. That's what they, she goes, it's yep. a portal day. So we take psychedelics. She opened, this is very important. I had never, I've never opened a circle. Mm-hmm. God, I always, cause I, and I'm just, I don't have like the right words, but for lack of a better word, very psychic, you know, just saying like, I'm not mm-hmm. claiming that right mm-hmm. now, but I would always know I didn't got like, I, I, I'm gonna put my hand on the side here. It's like almost intuitively. Mm-hmm. I would just know I don't open circles. I don't do yeah. this, but she did. And, um, what she called in the directions, she called in all these gods and goddesses like Isis and, uh, Lilith and all these beings. And I hadn't know much about these beings. Like I said, I would see these things on psychedelics. Mm -hmm. These beings would show up in their form, but I didn't know, would never know who they were. I'd have to like, look them up later. But what happened is we asked, we asked for aliens (laughs) to come and visit us. Um, and so we take the psychedelics. She had opened the circle and that I'm in my backyard with her. And all of a sudden I hear this cat call go, yeah. And I look at her, I go, did you hear that? And the next thing I knew is I, and this is how they say astral projection happens. I had heard, I, I followed that sound and I had left, I shot out of my body. I was up in it. Like I also, I was out of my body. Like, this Mm -hmm. is a real thing, you guys. And it's not fun. It's, Mm -hmm. this is scary actually. And I knew I had to mind meld with this being that was cut. This dark shadow was behind me. And I just knew that I had no choice that I, I was scared actually. And I knew though, I had no choice. I knew it was too late and I had to do it. And that I had to become one with this thing. This was all coming into my head kind of psychically. Right. So I did that. And all of a sudden I'm like, and God has told me like that we see things in that psychedelic world how it makes sense to us. So all mm-hmm. of a sudden I felt I was on like a ship. Okay. Wow. And I'm, I can see behind myself, I'm on a table and there's this big gray brain behind me and we'd become one. Now I'm not saying I was on a ship or mm-hmm. I was, that was actually happened. That's what my imagination was showing me. Mm-hmm. And so then I shoot back down to um, my backyard and back in my body. And I look down and I see this rainbow essence covering every part of my being and a voice is talking to me in my head, which wasn't, which should have scared the crap out of me. But again, I had experienced voices talking to me for over a decade on psychedelics. Like, Mm -hmm. and it, I thought these, it was awesome. It was a spirit guide helping me. Um, what was it saying? It was telling me that uh, it had come 
to show, to upgrade us as we had asked that it was going to increase my telepathy. It was going to help heal me. It was going to show this girl and I more of what the 5d was like. And it was, it was good. It was telling us that it was actually, I'm glad you asked this. I haven't really thought too much. It also said that we needed to remember the things we did as kids and we needed to remember things backwards. It was telling us all be all these things. And I started thinking about like, when we were kids, like, oh, I played light as a feather, stiff as a board, or, oh, I, we, I remember I saw spirits when I was little, like things like that. But it was, it also had me go inside and lay hands on my dog to heal my dog, which I've had to work with Jesus to help to deliver my dog from that had me do a few things. But what happened after this, I woke up the next day and I could see 25% more color, 25% sharper. And I was like bragging about this to everybody. And And my telepathy like I'd be having a conversation with people. I could just read their minds. I, it was girl. It was, crazy. and I don't consent to so... any of this stuff anymore. Yeah. I closed it off. Like, like I, it's just, it's, mm-hmm. I was just like, anyway. And so, and you know, voices were, would come and talk to me more. These were beings coming and talking to me and, and mm-hmm. <sighs> I'm so ashamed of this, but no, um, I, I mean, want to share this. Yeah. You know? And your story, you're getting it out there because I mean, we're just getting to the good part, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This uh, ends up, this has a good yes, ending, It guys. does. <laughs> but you know, what's really interesting is the rainbow. You said there is a rainbow. Um, you know, I feel like everything that God has created, Satan will twist and, and the rainbow is one of them. I absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Like the NBC peacock logo is six colors, not seven, like God's rainbows. I just learned about that, that God's rainbow is seven colors. Right. Uh And they're using that rainbow with a lot of agendas. Yeah. Kind of. Oh, yeah. Two two together there. And mind programming, you know, about MK ultra and Mm -hmm. color programming. This is a big deal. It's one of the first things we learn in school. So this is Miss Magic. Yep. Yeah. So that as if that wasn't enough. I did um, a couple more trips with this girl, uh, taking psychedelics, opening circles, and probably like 12 other beings came in my melded with me, not as intense as this. Cause I, mm-hmm. I literally like told the spirit world that was too much. Don't yeah. take, don't blast me like that again. It was, there was more that happened too. like this giant ball came in, like dropped in our backyard and like <laughs> and exploded. And she didn't see any of this. Wow. She didn't experience any of this. And like, I would look at her during these trips. And one time her face turned into a gray. Like that wow. literally a wow. gray. And I didn't know what a gray was. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. had no idea that Alistair Crawley had been summoning a gray called lamb. Yeah. I had no. And I looked at her once and her face would flash like all these sacred geometry faster than I could even see. And I'd hear this is Metatron with me. I was connecting to the what they call Akashic records when I literally could. It was like my brain turned into human Google. And I, I would look at wow. people. I'm like, tell, ask me anything. I could tell you anything right now. And they were deceiving me though, and telling me things like, cause I'd been working on my memoir, here comes trouble. Mm-hmm. I've been working on it for like over two decades. I've known, God told me a long time ago, I was going to write a book. I just don't know what it was going to be about. Yep. First, I thought it was about being bipolar. Then I thought it was about being misdiagnosed. Then I thought it was just kind of about awakening to this world and the deception. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden I think it's about the age of Aquarius yep, <laughs> and yep. ascension mm-hmm. and aliens and past lives. Um, and, uh, like they literally told me these beings told me that I had chosen this life exactly as it was so that it could be my book. It was the deception. They're just the biggest deceivers ever. Yeah. And um, like, it was crazy. Like I was mind melding with these beings. And I, I remember one time seeing hieroglyphics flashing in front of my face faster than you could even comprehend. And they started telling me that I was receiving keys. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and I, yeah. And another thing I need to add is that I had started talking to a psychic medium for the first time in the fall as well. And I never, again, I never believed before uh, fall 2020, I did not believe in aliens. I did not believe in past lives. I didn't believe in mediums. I thought all that was mumbo jumbo. I still was thinking Jesus was mumbo jumbo. It's like, I had no faith, no foundation, anything, but the, these beings were, you know, Lucifer is going to put breadcrumbs in front of you and he's going to guide you down his, his dark, horrible path. Yep. Yep. And I was talked. So after the, the first time that when I asked her projected on my body, the really big time, mm-hmm. I talked to the medium a week later and I didn't tell I, when I talked to the medium, I wouldn't, I like tested her. I wouldn't tell her anything about me because I wanted her to prove yep. that she yep. had abilities yep. and I'm on the phone with her and I have this, this I literally have this recorded. And I, and I just want to say, I love, I love this person. I'm not like this. I pray for her all the time, yep. but she was leading me down deception yep. and yep. she, um, she goes, Oh, there's a star being with you. 
And it, it's a Lyran. And they, the new age believes that Lyrans are cat people. Well, I knew that it was a Lyran that, that had come into my body. Cause it had told me that it was like a, a cat being. Yeah. Yeah. And I had seen uh, these cat beings that night too. on psychedelic. Wow. So we, she told me one, a star being was with me and two, that it was a Lyran. I start freaking out and I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh my God, I can't believe you knew this. Yes. I astro projected and mind melded. And she's like, they're telling me that they're going to give you 13 keys. So that was another reason wow. why I continued doing psychedelics and having these magic circles open. Cause I wanted, again, I'd asked yep. for full DNA activation. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so now looking back on like that psychic, what would you say? I mean, I have, I have my, my thoughts, um, but what would you say psychics use? Like how, how did she know that? Um, because she was working, she's working with the fallen angels. I don't believe, um, and, uh, they're going to give you enough information to make you believe that it's legitimate. And at the same time, they're going to give you the deception that they want to feed you. And I look back now and I, cause I talked to her probably 12 times over a year. Um, like once a month I would call her Mm -hmm. and I'm like, Oh my God, that like, that was like part of what accelerated me into the darkness wow. was these, cause she would, um, usher in energies beings would come and talk to me like, and as sensitive as I am and how naturally open I am to the spirit world, mm-hmm. you know, um, I was experiencing some really like profound stuff. Like they started telling me I was galactic federation, Wow, that I was part of the Orion council of the light. This is all stuff that I believe is just all the fallen angels now. Yep. Yep. Um, but yep. I, it was totally, they were, which guided me to start following this deceiver named Elizabeth April, who channels the galactic federation. So I started attending these galactic federation meetings. I started giving my energy to that. And you guys, this is the spirit world is they're gonna, they, they can work through anything and they're gonna mm-hmm. like, you just, you can't, you don't want to open yourself up to any yep. of this. Yep. Yep. It's, um, but I was, I was greedy and I wanted, uh, you know, I wanted this every activation I could get. So, but what, something started happening though, about December, 2020 with, cause I was still kind of hanging out that new age group and I start, God started showing me cause God was always with me. I see now. Um, and he was starting to show me that they were Luciferian. Mm-hmm. I was getting vision. Like, I don't, I say like, I was getting visions and that triggers people a little bit, but I was getting visions in my head. Like I would see not like of the future or anything, but I would get like, I would see like books that they had. Yep. And uh, they like, oh, they have this Alistair Crawley book. Why are they have that? And then I would say, oh, they're doing Reiki. And they're like, oh my gosh, I think they're stealing energy. And I was just starting to see this stuff. And they were just trying to, there's their fruit. The, the Bible yep. says, wait, yep. their fruits, which the fruits, you know, ripen. Yep. And I was starting to see their fruits and I didn't like the fruits of this place. So I disconnected completely from that new age group, mm-hmm. um, December, 2020. And, um, but then, uh, then I had, I was connecting with a shaman because I, I couldn't stop. <laughs> I had a medium. I was talking, I was doing psychedelics. I was, and, yeah. um, this, the shaman and, um, I, so I had disconnected from the new age group, but I was still following this shaman, shaman Durek. I'm saying his name because I don't know why God says, say his name strongly. And people, these are deceptors. Okay. He's yeah. very popular. And I booked a session with him, a thousand dollar session. Wow. I wanted more upgrades. And again, I have this on, I have this on video. And which I don't know if I'll ever like what I'll do with this stuff, but it's like proof of what happened. And he walked me into the first stage of enlightenment in that session. That's what he, that's what, and these beings started coming in. And I wasn't on psychedelics at this during the session. Cause I would only see the beings on psychedelics mm-hmm. until this point in the session, something activated because he's, when these shamans come, you guys, they're, they don't they're have inviting the, power the demons. To heal you. Yeah. yeah. They're not yeah. using the Jesus Christ and yeah. the Holy spirit and God to heal you. And that's the only person that can heal us is our creator. Yep. You're using the fallen angels and they're deceiving you and they're going to take strongholds inside of you. And so what happened, this was, um, February, 2020. What happened after this is that this is important as I realized that I had the ability to channel and that mm-hmm. I could be a medium. Like mm-hmm. it was all starting to make sense to me. I'm a seer. Like it took me it's crazy how long it took me to realize that I was a seer. I was a natural channel. I had quote unquote gifts that other people didn't. And I could use these to help people. Mm-hmm. And like, I remember even telling that medium I was talking to that I think I'm going to start channeling. And she started crying. She was so happy. She's like, you're wow. going to, there's so many people who need this. Cause, cause these people think this is part of it. They think they're doing good work. And yep. like I said, I yep. love this woman yep. who is channeling for me. I love her. She's a wonderful person, but I'm praying for her yep. all the time that she sees the light because I know she's deceived completely. Yep. Um, and, um, these angels, they're ancient. 
they're thousands of years old. They got cast out for causing trouble. And now they're taking advantage of us. We're just little babies of God. We're pure little beings. And they're, they're, they're finding us more vulnerable. And they're going to try to take us on that broad path to hell. Yep. Um, yep. The narrow path leads you to heaven. That's it. The narrow right yep. path walking with God and Jesus. Um, so I start channeling. This is uh, March, 2021. Okay. And I knew again, I'm using the word psychically just because intuitively that I knew I wasn't going to do it very long, but, and I even said this to people, I'm not going to do this very long, but I opened myself up to channel. Like I had, I put sessions out. I was charging $2 a minute. So I was making $120 an hour. And many of these calls would last an hour and a half, two hours. People would tip me $50 girl. I was making about $10,000 a month all of a sudden. And I, I had been teaching before COVID and I stopped because I was totally afraid. I'm like, I'm mm-hmm. not getting around kids with this. And, and my career was just kind of on hold as I think a lot of people yep. ended up being from 2020. So I needed a job and suddenly I'm paying my car off with cash. I bought a brand new Mac uh, desktop, like money. This is what Lucifer does. He yep. brought mammon, oh, yeah. the spirit of money to me. And he was like, I'll give you everything you want. This is like Jesus in the desert. But Jesus was smart and said, no, yep. I yep. was like, yes, give it to me. Yeah. And then April, about the end of April, 2021, I'm doing a channeling session and the most random unexpected visitor comes in Jesus Christ. This is the first time Jesus oh. ever came into my psychic plane. And of course I had to wonder now looking back, was that a new age Jesus trying to come to me? Mm-hmm. Was I just being mm-hmm. deceived by something in the spirit world? But I do not believe that because my entire life shifted after this oh. moment. So Jesus comes in during a channeling session and my reaction, since I didn't believe in him, I didn't mm-hmm. like him. I couldn't mm-hmm. even say Jesus Christ comfortably, which if wow. you can't, you guys, and you know someone who can't, that's demonic. Yep. That's by design yep. because the words Jesus Christ is the most powerful thing yep. you can say. If you're under demonic attack, say I, there have been times where I literally uh, like could just say I'm going to cry. All I could say was Jesus Christ. Yep. And I knew I was under spiritual attack and all I could say was Jesus Christ. And mm-hmm. it would go away because they're, they're not afraid of your sage. They're not afraid of your crystals, or your magic. They're mm-hmm. afraid of God. Yep. Um, and so anyway, whew, um, Jesus came and I was so embarrassed to tell my client that's how, isn't that sad? Wow. And I have to say this, cause this is part of my repentance. And I really want people to know how deceived I was and where my mind was at, but what happened, you know, when I gave her the message from Jesus and she actually was happy. She had wow. grown up religious and, uh, she loved Jesus and, and, but then the next day, I'm sitting in my desk and Jesus is basically like sitting on my couch. I can like see an image of him over my, cause my psychic plane had started layering over this world as I had been getting activated. And I was just like, Oh Jesus, what are you doing here? Like, Oh my, like, Hey dude. All right. Guess we're going to uh-huh. hang out. Well, what happened was he started showing me how deceived I was. Mm-hmm. He started showing me that this slowly that by just, and it's just kind of like, it's like when I say he's showing me, I'm talking about, this is something beyond words and visions and anything. This is God, how God can really truly come and speak to us and show us. And it's hard to even put words to how it happened. But all of a sudden I had to stop channeling. I couldn't do it anymore. I started realizing I was deceiving people because of just my new connection with Jesus. I realized it was like something had activated in me that I realized, oh my God, he had lived. He was real. I started just crying and just feeling all the, oh my God, I can't like, I, I had been doing lives on Instagram and I would go on lives and go, oh my God, Jesus is with me now, you guys. And I didn't realize he was real. And I start crying. I'm like, he was sacrificed and all this stuff. And I had to, all of a sudden I took my tarot. I had taken my tarot cards, put them away. I put, stop charging my crystals on the moon. I completely disconnected from doing any moon ceremonies and any magic at all. In fact, that was when I stopped doing psychedelics too. This was spring 2021. I'd done one microdose since then. I need to be completely honest, but that was six months ago. Mm -hmm. Um, and so Jesus comes into my life. This is again about May now, 2021. He stays with me for about two months. And, and I, you can't deny that what I was experiencing and I'm on podcasts where I'd been guests because people wanted to hear about like my alien stuff and all that. I'd start talking about Jesus and how Jesus with me and I'd start crying. And it was just like really powerful. But suddenly I realized at this point, that I don't know anything again. I hear because in 2020, when I connected with the new age group, I did it because I didn't, I was vulnerable and I knew what was going on. All of a sudden, a year later, I thought I had my foundation the last year with all this magic and all this new age stuff I'd been learning. And now Jesus comes, the most mm-hmm. unexpected visitor, and he starts, he starts 
transforming me. And I stopped channeling just cold turkey. And everybody needs to know I haven't done this for a year. Okay. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like I do not do this anymore. And people still try to message me and I say no. I yeah. turned the money down. I and there's no, I couldn't. And over the next kind of like five months, and that this is also when eyes came on my podcast mm-hmm. the first time mm-hmm. you'd mentioned when we started. Yep. yep. Eyes on the right. Um, so you know that was the work of Jesus. Yep. And when yep. I had her on, bless her heart for coming on because she knew. She knew I was new age, but yeah. she said that God was nudging her to still do this. And you can see now she and I host a podcast mm-hmm. together. That's God's mm-hmm. podcast. God, God always knows you guys. He knows yeah. what's up ahead. He's going to, he's going to guide us and help us from, he helped, he saved me from hell. Um, you know, what's so weird that just came into my mind is that we're recording this on good Friday <gasps> and you're sharing your story. Oh, it is. Wow. wow. Like it makes it literally like what makes me want to cry. I know. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. 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 Like. And, and how Jesus was crucified and in the grave, like that is like, and he did that with your life, right? Oh my God. Yes. 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 Jesus Christ saved my life. Um, uh, yes. And so I, you know, she came on my podcast and, um, I was still new agey and I actually, I'm in her Bible study now. I just want to draw, say this, that Mm -hmm. I found out that um, from some of my Bible study that, that when she came on my podcast the first time, she went on the Bible study and told everyone, I went on this podcast, with this new ager, let's pray for her. Oh, wow. So the Bible study I'm in now, I didn't even know these people at that time. They were praying for me. Wow. And now I'm a part. They're my sisters. Like mm-hmm. I am, they are my, that is my group. I, they're my support system. They, we study the Bible together. These are my people. I'm walking with them, with Jesus. And I just want to say, you guys mentioned this real quick, pray for people, yeah. even if they don't know it. Cause these prayers, I believe helped me out. So I, I had this confusing, like five months, probably after Jesus came to me where I just didn't know what was what I was, I lost their else. And I, all my new age friends were gone. Yeah. They left my life each one yeah. by one, just naturally not like major fallouts. They just left my life and I'm not working. I can't finish my book. I had been trying to manifest finished. I hate that word uh-huh. manifest finishing my book on every full moon or new moon never worked. And this book I thought had been done. I I've said over and over again, the book's going to be out next month. God was protecting it because I would have put a deceiving new age book out. So eyes comes back on my podcast in August. And I have this girl on my podcast that I had booked as well, who was a new ager named Cassie quantum Cassie at the time she sent shifted her name to Cassie redeem because Jesus came to her over the summer too. But when I had booked her, it was because I wanted to talk about her activations and stuff. But she comes on and says, actually, I want to expose the new age cult. That's actually the episode wow. is called exposing the new age cult. Wow. So I was like, yeah, I'm like questioning a lot of stuff. And I know that we're going to be exposing things I had been doing. But yeah, girl, come on, let's do it. Mm-hmm. And then eyes comes on again. And then I'm she invites me in August. This is when she or would she be? I think she first invited me, tried inviting me in May to come to the Bible study, but she invites me again to the Bible study. I'm hesitant. I'm still unsure of anything. Um, and then I just, I keep being, it's like, God just keeps showing. Basically. I feel like Jesus just walked me back to God. Cause I had, I realized now like, I didn't know I wasn't praying. I wasn't talking to God. I'd only gone to him during like three moments of desperation really in my life. And I'm just getting closer and closer to God. And he's showing me slowly everything that I was doing was deception. Everything I was doing. It was just like things would come into my life. You know, that's how God works. Like something Mm -hmm. pops up on your feed that you need to see. And like certain people come into your life, like eyes coming back to my life. And I'm watching, I'm literally like getting to know her stories and their symbolism and learning the language of the satanic elite. And that was a huge part of me learning. Like, I would be like, why is she posting that Buddha's bad on her stories? Like, I don't mm-hmm. get it. Like, why is she saying this? Okay. Sign is bad. And I don't get it. I started seeing that every, that there were pedophiles everywhere. Everything was satanic. Mind program was everywhere. The new age was part of the deception. I hadn't, I didn't know what was up. And then finally December 5th, 2021, I go to my first Bible study. It took me seven months since she invited me to get, you see how much I was denying, even though God, Jesus came to me supernaturally brought me to God. I had to give all that new age up. I still was avoiding reading the Bible Mm -hmm. and, um, fully learning. And cause I, cause the programming is so deep around it, which it makes sense if this is the way, which it is. And that is our word. That's the word of God. This is our armor, the armor of God, the Bible. 
And of course, Lucifer wants to keep you from that. Of yep. course, he's he's infiltrated the Christian church, the mega churches and the prosperity pastors. Of course, he's done everything to keep people away from where we're supposed to go. And so it was the last place I ever thought I would be. And I start going to the Bible study and I start learning the word of God. And it's twice a week. And I have religiously gone to twice a week, except I missed one time. That's awesome. it since then. And as I started reading the Bible, I got all the answers I was had been looking for my whole life. Mm-hmm. It was just like, oh my gosh, I understand why Jesus died. Cause I had learned the true thing, part of it, the darkness of this world. Like mm-hmm. when I was so lost during that kind of interim between leave, learning the truth, leaving the new age, but not yep. coming to God and being on my own. It was awful. It was like purgatory. I was just like, this world is awful and I have no hope. But then suddenly reading the Bible, I'm getting all the answers. Yeah. I'm, I had always wondered how did the first baby raise itself? It was a question I'd ask everyone. I don't get it. How did that evolved baby come out as a tadpole, come to a monkey and then raise itself? It doesn't make sense to me. Oh, I started reading the Bible and I got my answer. That didn't happen. God created this world when he breathed air into Adam's um, nose, right? Like that that made sense to me. That made sense. And then I had seen the firmament on psychedelics. I just thought it was the matrix dome. No, Mm -hmm. there's a firmament. I've seen it. There's a dome over this world, you guys. And and I it's just oh, I started getting all the answers. And I remember I read Matthew was one of the first books I read and Jesus is casting demons out of people. Yep. And I was started saying, oh, my gosh, I started. God started showing me because I have seen the spirit world. I have connected to all that. I, I don't recommend anybody else to do this. I want to be here to tell you guys is like warning. But he started showing me how the spirit world is really demonic yep. and how demonic energies work. I started being able to see because in people's eyes if they had demonic possession. But what I wasn't seeing was that I still had demonic possession. So I'm in the I'm in the Bible study. I'm learning about God. The, and as we mentioned earlier, the spiritual mm-hmm. attacks were coming on harder than they almost ever have in my whole life. The suicide ideations coming in my head, like, and these darknesses, you guys, they're going to work through the lowest five, like the easiest way to get to you. If it's through your loved ones, if it's through a bully online, if it's through your lack of confidence, if it's through health, whatever way they can attack you and you're fractured, they're going to come to you. I mean, I got to show me so much about this. And unfortunately I had to learn the hard way in my own life. And so I keep going to the Bible study and I just, and eyes and I decided to do secret societies together, which is amazing. Yeah. I was like, this is like a, wow, this is like a dream come true. But like if I wasn't hosting that podcast, it'd be my favorite podcast. Yeah. Um, and that then uh, we're getting close to now a couple of weeks, about a month ago, she has, a, she calls me up and she's like, girl, I can't, I can't record today. Something's really on heavy on my heart. We need to have a talk. Um, she's like, I felt cause she knew I was having a really hard time. So mm-hmm. I'm texting this prayer group. I'm texting her all the time. Pray for me. I'm under spiritual attack. And like I said, when I cried saying, you can yell Jesus name out to help mm-hmm. you. Like I was like reading the Bible out loud and these spiritual attacks would come. I was, um, I mean, I'd hear voices in my head telling me to kill myself, burn your house down, slam your head against the ground. Awful stuff. I don't want to say anything more than that. Just trust me, you guys, like you do not want to open yourself up to these voices coming in. This is strongholds, demons talking to you, telling you horrible things. And she knew that I was going through this really, really hard time. And she's trying to figure, you know, bless her. She's so amazing. She was Mm -hmm. praying and she's like, God, something's not right. And I can't, I can't continue this podcast with her if she's got there's some strongholds in her. And she realized because someone had kind of told her, like, Kara's smoking pot on podcasts because I was a huge pothead. I smoked weed every day for decades. And, you know, I I, like I said, I I stopped drinking alcohol a year, about a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. I had been a huge drinker in my 20s. I went to rehab telling you guys I have a don't do what I've done. I, I did all the wrong things, but I stopped drinking alcohol just like three months had gone by and I was like, I'm not even drinking anymore. And, and when I took pills, I couldn't, you could, you can't drink when you're taking those pills, you just get sick. So it yep. kind of had started been an easier thing for me to give up. And I just quit drinking. I don't want any more. And I knew that you guys is alcohol is called spirits for a reason. It, yep. these things open you up to the spirit world because yep. these fallen angels, they don't have vessels. Yeah. So to come here and, and run this planet, they have to come through us. Mm-hmm. They have to, we're their channels. And how do they get inside of us? Trauma. SRA ritual. Um, anytime we practice magic, cause there's always a sacrifice. They take part of you. And then like things like psychedelics and weed yeah. and, and alcohol. And so I was sober from alcohol. I had quit doing psychedelics, but I was still smoking weed. And I also still had, I'd, I'd given up all my new age crap is what I call it. Now all this junk. I'd spent thousands of dollars on tarot cards and crystals and 
all these stupid. I'm sorry, guys. I don't mean to offend anybody, but it's stupid. It's so silly. Like we, we have God when we want things, we pray to God. And if it's right for us, our father is going to give it to us because he knows what's best. We don't use magic to try to manifest what we want in our life. We don't need little trinkets and spells and love potions and and things like that. I'd gotten rid of everything, but my Buddha statue, because Buddha was the being that came to me more than anyone. And he had always been so nice to me. He had taught me so much. And, um, but the one thing he, I started realizing he never told me was the one thing I needed to know was that Jesus Christ was real. And then he came here to die for, for us. And he was our savior. And that was God in flesh. So I, I started, you know, I'd been questioning him, but I hadn't given him up and I had like this three foot tall Buddha statue. That was oh, wow. it that I had okay. left. Cause I, cause when I was new age, I, I like to say, I, I suddenly realized when I was coming out of the new age that I had like 12 statues in my office, Ganesh, Kali, Vishnu, um, green Terra, all the beings that I would see, I was like, mm-hmm. well, I got to get a statue now. And this is idolatry, guys. Yep, like yep. God talks all over the Bible about yep. how this was, you know, what was going on in Egypt and like people were sacrificing their babies and they were idol worshiping and making idols to all these lowercase G gods that are not gods. They're yep. deceivers. They're yep. kicked out of the party and they're trying to sneak in and they want us to channel them and bring them in. And, and anyways, I'd gotten rid of everything at this point. And, but I still was smoking weed and I still had my Buddha. So I had this call with me and she said, girl, and she, the, she did this exactly how you're supposed to, mm-hmm. just like Paul says, I think it's in second Timothy. Like we approach people like Jesus with grace yeah. and love. Yeah. We don't. And she, and she, this was hard. This was so yeah. hard for her. She told yeah. me this is so hard because we love each other. We're like great friends. We've known each other for like a year. We're podcasting together. The podcast is like getting 10,000 downloads an episode. We can't even believe it. We just yeah. started it, but it, you know, but she said, you know, we have a responsibility. Because, you know, we're hosting this and you're doing some things that she's like, I can't associate with, which is being a stoner online and still having that Buddha. And so I literally that day, cold turkey, just stopped smoking weed. That was a little over a month ago. I have not had one craving, one headache, one desire at all. When this I'm telling you guys, I don't know anybody who smoked as much as me. This is how Jesus works miracles. This is how God works miracles. When you hear the stories about people that gave up crack or, you know, prisoners that convert and are born again, and their whole life is transformed and changed. This was like what God did to show me the power of, of transformation. And because I don't, I don't even know if I'll ever smoke again in my life. I, I have no desire. And I took that Buddha and I threw him in the trash right after that call. And then I did a deliverance. Okay. And a deliverance is, and I don't know, you know, I'm a baby Christian here. I'm not here to tell anybody like how to do things. I'm just saying what I've done. I um, sent me this uh, fire and grace church deliverance form online. And it ended up, and it's all these questions. Like, were you abused as a child? Um, What magic have you practiced? What's the, has your family done magic? Um, Have you, what's your, have you been sexually promiscuous? Mm -hmm. You have to be completely honest. And it ended up taking me like three days to fill it out. Um, it was like 50 pages. And I wow. just was like, oh my gosh. Like, and I, and I had mind melded probably 15 times with beings and that they put all the, so not all these strongholds inside of yeah. me, I had legally given them rights to me. And this is why I was, though I was considering myself a Christian going to Bible study, giving up the new age, shifted my whole life. I hadn't done this deliverance. I hadn't mm-hmm. repented fully for all the ways I had sinned because we were born in sin. All of us. That's why Jesus was the only one who was sinless, had to come here for us because we're all born in sin, cradle to grave here. And our ancestors are, are sinning. And, you know, uh, so I, to, to complete the deliverance, I literally just prayed there are certain prayers. I prayed to Jesus and I, cause Jesus is the only one, you guys, the mm-hmm. only one who can remove these strongholds and help heal you. Shamans can't, Sacred yeah. medicines can't, yeah. antidepressants can't, therapy can't, rehab can't. I could keep listing all the things I had tried in my life. And the I did this deliverance. I'm telling you, I don't hear voices in my head anymore. Wow. I, I, I still feel like this. I could still feel the spirit world and all that, but it's not. I feel protection now because God couldn't protect me yeah. because I was still living in, I still had these strongholds and he wants, he wants to protect us, but he can't, if we still, you're still holding on to your astrology charts. You're still holding on to your crystals thinking they're going to save you and all. God can't, 
make, you can't make, you're not making the most high your fortress. Mm -hmm. So literally like giving up the Buddha, quitting smoking weed and doing the deliverance was that final step for me of removing myself from the deception. And, you know, I'm still like seeing that maybe I posted episodes on my podcast, right? A new age on or something and I'm cleaning things up. So I'm asking people clearly, like, I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm in the process, but that's where I am now. And I gave my testimony. We decided to do my testimony on mm -hmm. secret societies because we wanted our audience. Cause we have a, we have an obligation. Like we have, a, God's given us a big job. Just, you know, like so when you're, you're talking to people and you're sharing the word and you're calling out the deception, I can't be a deceiver. You know, mm -hmm. I have to be honest about who I am and my story. And where I wanted, we really wanted our audience to know who we, who we are and, and to be honest. And so I put the testimony out and it's unreal how many people have contacted me saying that testimony has changed their lives. They didn't realize how deep they were in deception. They were trying, needed to give up weed and just wow. so, yeah. <laughs> and, and I think that right now there's, I mean, there's more deception now than I feel like there has ever been as far as the new age deception and the ascending and going to 5d because this, this quote unquote, great awakening is deceiving people into like a Christ consciousness. So that term again of, yeah. of like, you know what we, we can be like Christ. Jesus was Christ only in a term. Cause I did a little bit of research on this a few weeks ago. He was, he was called Christ because he ascended. So we can ascend and become Christ as well. That's kind of the gist of it. And I have seen so many people deceived with, with these thoughts. And I mean, what, what are some other terms? Law of attraction, manifestation, <laughs> all of these things. I'm like, yeah. Oh my yeah. goodness. Right. Yeah. I remember, um, like fall 2020 at one of those parties with that new age group. And, um, one of the girls that runs it, I saw her out of the corner of my eye praying, taking some mushrooms, praying to be Christ consciousness. And that was the first oh, time gosh. I had ever heard that. I know absolute blasphemy. I, the first time I'd ever heard that word. And I was like, I'd asked someone like, I just oversaw da 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 doing da da da. And I was like, what is she talking about? And they told me, and I was just like, it never sat right with me. Yeah. I was never, but again, I didn't believe in Jesus, but when you look now, it's like, no, we can't be Jesus. Yep. That's God. Like yep. he had to come down here be, and be the ultimate sacrifice because we are all sinning so bad. And, and the worst part is, is we don't even realize it. Like you don't even, we don't even realize it. Like I'm right now. I'm, I'm, I don't, I'm God's work with me to not swear anymore. Cause those are curse words and there's way better things to do than curse you guys. Yeah. Um, like it's so no, we can't be Jesus. <laughs> yep. That's really interesting. You say those are curse words. I never even thought of like that really being a curse. Oh yeah. Yes. Because and that like, you know, my time in the new age, like taught me a lot about magic. Like even yeah. like when we, we cast spells, when we talk, yeah. Yeah. think about school. I've been thinking a lot about what we learn when we're kids in elementary school and spelling and the letters, like wow. where they teach us to cast spells. And one of the things that I would always, they ask you in the deliverance is if you cursed yourself, like, have wow. you said bad things about yourself? Yep. Yep. And I used to say horrible things about myself, talk down upon myself and say, oh, I, sh I don't deserve to be alive or guys, we can't do that. It's cursing yourself. This is they these ancient powers that are running this world, the dark, we're not fighting the flesh. We're, yep. we're fighting the fallen angels that were cast yep. out for a reason. Yep. And they know that when, but how, think about it. God created life through his breath yep. through the, and the word is yep. our armor speaking that when I say Jesus Christ, when I'm under demonic attack, yep. it removes it. Yep. They know how the darkness knows how powerful all this is. And they've got us using it against ourselves. Yep. Absolutely. It's so, it's so interesting to me. Like it really is like, it makes me want to like dive in more. And I feel like even when you're saying like, you're reading the Bible and everything makes sense, it does. And every time yeah. you read the Bible, you learn something new. Yes. Like you could read the same thing over and over at different points in your life. And when the Holy spirit like works in you and just like opens your eyes and the scales fell, fall off your eyes. Yes. Really? That's what's yes. happening. Yes. And I, it's, it's like I, every day I read mm -hmm. the Bible. Mm -hmm. Um, I just, and if I start feeling down or I feel that you guys, I'm going to say, I believe that depression is a spirit. That's mm -hmm. a spiritual attack. We're not supposed yeah. to be like feeling depressed about stuff. Yes. Circumstances happen, yeah. but 
you know, when you can tell when like something's coming in and trying, cause all it takes is a fracture. Yeah. And then sometimes all of a sudden it's a domino effect and you fall into your old patterns or whatever. And I believe programming is demonic too, mm-hmm. like these, right. And so I'll, I'll feel the attack coming out of the depression and I put my Bible app on my computer yeah. and I play it out loud in my house yeah. and everything shifts. Yeah. Everything shifts. Yep. Yeah. I was, I mean, I was raised in the Christian home and taught literally like speak truth and what's truth the word of God, like yep. speak it out loud. And I never understood it honestly until the past few years of like <laughs> speaking truth out loud and what it does. It totally changes everything. <clears throat> so with your story, um, as we kind of wrap this up, what if, if someone's listening to this and they are kind of in that, like, new age, maybe not as far, but like, like, sorry, God, no, I'm gonna be but, repenting the rest of my life for this. Yeah. But you know what? He's using your story. He yeah. really is. Yeah. Um, so what yeah, would you he, say? I would say, uh, first of all, pray to God to show you, um, to give you, to show you what you're, what's not right in your life and what needs to be removed. That's the mm-hmm. most, po- I think the most powerful thing. Cause once you're ready that God's going to ask and thou shall receive. Yeah. Um, but you, I also feel that if someone's starting to, if you're hearing this testimony right now, there's no coincidences. Yeah. I gave my life to God and said, use me as a vessel on June 11th, 2020. And he's now, it took two years <laughs> yeah. Yeah. for me to have the scales really taken off and just to him to be able to use me because he, and I was saying like, he can't use you. If you still have strongholds, if you still got one foot, you can't be lukewarm. You got to be hot for God. And so if you're feeling like you're lukewarm or your life's not right and you're hearing all this stuff, you're like, wait, Kara even gave up her Buddha. Wait a second. Like yoga. I'm going to go there. Yeah. You're doing you guys, these little like things. I'm you put your fingers in these mudras, do these things. Like I see like Ganesha was one of the beings that I first started seeing like probably 12 years ago in psychedelics, again, didn't know who it was, even though I should have recognized him from the yoga studio. I had been going to, I was an Ashtanga, like hardcore yoga practitioner for two years. I believe now that I, I had yoga means yoke. I believe I had yoked the spirit of Ganesh to me doing yoga. We don't even, even breath work. It's crazy how they have just normalized magic into this world. And so it's tough that you're going to have, but you know what I had to give, you have to give, be willing to give everything up. And you have, and, and part of the process is faith Mm -hmm. and faith comes from the unknown and it's not easy. And sometimes you need to, not sometimes, I think most of the time with faith, you have Mm -hmm. to go through something difficult to come back to faith. And so you're going to have to give things up. Um, and it's not, and that that's keeps a lot of people from drop. Like they, they don't want to drop their astrology. They don't want to drop their, um, manifestations, their moon work or their friends in the new age, but you have to have faith that God's going to guide you because guys, this is on times. And I truly believe there's, you're either the spirit of the, you've got the housing, the spirit of the antichrist, or you're housing the spirit of Jesus Christ. And you're on the narrow right path. And it's a narrow, obedient, right path for a reason. And you're talking to someone who made all the mistakes, who went on the broad path, went all over the place. And I don't know how I'm alive anymore, but the grace of God, um, and the, the darkness is it's deceiving, but if you're questioning your path and you're having issues in your life, like mental health issues or anxiety or stress or nothing's working out for you. Well, what are you, what, what are you, what kind of garden are you growing? Like, has you, what kind of fruits are coming out of that? And so my biggest thing is truly like first pray to God because God is the one who's going to show you. No, we can't transform anybody. You can't wake anybody up in the truth or community. I tried doing that. And one of my stages was waking all my family up. You can't do any of that. You can't heal people. The Reiki teacher's not going to heal you. They're going to no. only God can do this. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. You love you that you say that. Um, it's so true. And there's so many people being deceived right now, which literally breaks my heart. It breaks my heart. But Kara, God is using you. So I just want to speak life into you as well right now. Like keep pressing, keep going despite the, the attacks, because again, you just say Jesus out loud and, and they will flee. <laughs> like they will flee. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So and yeah, no, it's in the, the attacks, you know, I, I we're, I don't, this is the thing. The more I study the Bible, I realize like the walk with Christ is not an easy walk and it yep. wasn't for Jesus. I mean, look at Paul. Yep. He was writing his last letters to Timothy from in jail. Yep. Totally. You know, and it's not, this is, so you don't, you don't, you, it's not an easy walk, but it's the, it's the right, it's mm-hmm. the right path. And it's, mm-hmm. it's, um, it's the way. And, uh, 
this is end times. Things are just going to yeah. get, like you said, this is not, things have never been so deceiving and yeah. confusing. And who's yeah. the God of, conf- not a God, the yeah. being of confusion. That's yeah. Lucifer. Yeah. God is the God of clarity. So yeah. if you've got clarity in your life, you're walking with God. If you've got confusion, you're being deceived and you need mm-hmm. to pray to God to help you see how you're being deceived because it's end times and it's just going to get worse. Yep. Absolutely. Well, thank you again for coming on. Thank you for sharing your testimony. Um, where can people find you? Um, I have a website, caramoser.com, K-A-R-A-M-O-S-H-E-R. Um, I'm on Instagram. Here comes trouble. <laughs> the little XO at the end. That's, that's the name that I decided to give my memoir a while ago. And I kind of laugh now, but you know, I, I, I see it now. I, I cause a lot of trouble. So here comes trouble. Um, and that book is coming out. Pro- I'm hoping in two months, I'm letting God edit yep. it now because yep. it's his book. And um, I'm so grateful it never went out before. Cause I would have, I feel horrible. I'm repenting and crying and for all the deception that I have participated in. And, um, but anyways, and also I have a podcast, let's be friends. Mm-hmm. I also have a podcast. I can't believe that's news that I co-host uh, with a friend. And we just talk about news headlines because it's okay. a crazy world. And then I have yeah. not so secret societies in which eyes and I are exposing, uh, yep. exposing everything, <laughs> everything. I know I need to yeah. listen to this week's episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a good okay. one. So um, thank you again. And ladies, any of you guys listening, I guess, and men too, I don't know if I have any male listeners, <laughs> but uh, uh, whoever's listening, you guys, all you have to do is accept Jesus and repent. And, yep. you know, hopefully we will see you in eternity with us, right? Yes. So. It's going to be awesome. We're a lot of, we're all a lot of fun. Yes. We're, good people. <laughs> we're really nice. So, <laughs> Oh, yeah. that's great. Yeah. So have a great rest of your day, everyone. And I will catch you next time.